All right, welcome to Sports with a Cuppa. I'm Jonathan. Cheers. Uh, all right, so just want to hop on and do a quick uh, NBA playoffs preview slash picks, if you will. Uh, games are kicking off in a couple hours, so I just wanted to run through, get my thoughts and picks out there. Uh, we'll just go in order of appearance, if you will. So we start the day off with Brooklyn and Philly. Philly's favored by eight and a half. Uh, you know, kudos to Brooklyn for maintaining their playoff spot after the trades. Uh, Michael Bridges has been playing really well. Dinwiddie has been playing pretty well. Uh, a lot of talent on that team, just no, 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 no real star power. And you know, you got Philly that has, of course, James Harden, Maxi, but MVP candidate Joel Embiid. And I had picked Philly as my dark horse team at the beginning of the year. I don't love their chances overall, but in this series, uh, I like Philly in five. I give Brooklyn a puncher's chance at a win just because, you know, in the past I've seen Embiid have one of those games where he just struggles, whether it's foul trouble, fatigue, or if it's just shot selection. But I can see him having one of those games and Brooklyn playing lights out and picking up a win. More than likely in Brooklyn, but still, a, a chance at a win. Then we have Boston and Atlanta at 2.30. This one is... I think this is going to be a low-key tougher series than Boston would have hoped for. Uh, there's just so much talent on that Hawks team to not be able to get one or maybe even two wins. DeJounte plays really well against Boston. The last couple of years with the Spurs... DJ, like, almost single-handedly would beat the Celtics. At the very least, he would uh, close those games out. So he's going to have confidence in this series. But Boston is... I want to say they're built differently, but because they're basically the same as last year. But they remind me so much of the 14 Spurs with having been to the finals the year before, losing, they've added pieces they're healthy they have the chip on their shoulder yeah i i think they're gonna make the deep run again but in this series i i'll take boston in six possibly five but i give atlanta the benefit of the doubt on a couple wins just because they have the ability to outshoot you and they've they're they're young they're athletic they can hang with just about anybody but they're so schizophrenic and they're so average at times so maybe they figured some things out in the play-in win but not enough to win this series so boston in five probably six give or take then the five o'clock game the four five matchup cleveland new york this is going to be a good series this is going to be a really good series the X factor for me is R.J. Barrett. We know what we're going to get from the likes of Donovan Mitchell, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, 
even Garland to an extent. You know, Jared Allen, Mitchell Robinson are going to cancel each other out. So to me, it's 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 R.J. Barrett. What version are we going to get? I haven't seen a bunch of Knicks games, but definitely the times he played against the Spurs, R.J. Barrett looked great. Shooting the ball, attacking the rim. But then I've seen games where he's just kind of out there and it's more Randall and Brunson with a little bit of Quickly and Grimes. Like, and Barrett's just like the fifth guy out there. He needs to be more than that if they want a chance at winning the series. And I don't think the Knicks will win the series unless Barrett plays amazing. I like Cleveland in six. Um, still need to see a really good series from Garland, though. You know, it's just it's going to be the first playoff appearance for a lot of guys, but they've got Donovan Mitchell, who's been through playoff battles. I think he's been, he's had a great year. I think he's ready to to win games and play big. So I like Cleveland in in six. The nightcap, the nightcap I'm looking forward to because this is going to be really interesting. The the 3-6 matchup in the West, Kings-Warriors. You know, congratulations to the Kings for, I mean, uh, holding on all year. A young team that has never won it before earned the third seed in the West. That's, that's a hell of an accomplishment. And they are built well. They're built to win. They're coached well. But the only problem is you're going to host your first playoff series in like 20 years and it's against the defending champs. Congratulations. <laughs> we, and obviously, especially record-wise, but also eye test-wise, these aren't the same Warriors. Still capable of beating anybody on any night. But they're up and down. They don't defend as well as they used to. I mean, looking both ways... Each team's going to have to get an uh, an amazing contribution from somebody other than the big names. For the Warriors, it's obviously it's Jordan Poole. But for the Kings, after De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, who's that guy going to be? Is it Herter? Is it Barnes? Is it somebody else that I'm not even thinking of? Malik Monk, maybe? Uh, I think for the Kings to win, first off, you got to hold serve at home because going into Golden State, it's really tough to get a win there. You got to hold serve at home, and then Sabonis is going to have to dominate. You know, after Draymond Green, they really don't have any solid defenders to throw at him. Kevin Looney, he should eat up. Kaminga, good athleticism, but I don't know. I don't think he's strong enough. So if Sabonis can have a dominant series and then just the multitude of bodies and guards that they can throw at Steph and Clay and Jordan and just make life tough for them. Uh, I like the Kings in seven. I have a hard time seeing them going and winning on the road. Doesn't mean they can't. I just have a hard time seeing it. And then tomorrow, 
we start the day off with the grudge match. Lakers-Grizzlies. And all I want is Shannon Sharp to be courtside. <laughs> Other than that, I don't care who wins. But, I mean, the Lakers, they beat Minnesota in the play-in. It wasn't pretty. Minnesota, by all accounts, honestly should have won the game. That's a different discussion. I don't trust the mental toughness of the Grizzlies, but I also trust their eagerness to prove themselves. So, I think John Morant cancels out LeBron. Jared Jackson Jr. doesn't quite cancel out Anthony Davis, but I think he's going to give him hell. So, the biggest factor for me in this series is Desmond Bain. He needs to shoot lights out. There, there's nobody on the Lakers team that can match what he does if he's doing it well. Uh, I think Dylan Brooks can shut down D'Angelo Russell fairly easily. So, yeah, it, it's Desmond Bain. He needs to have a huge series. And if and when he's shooting well, it takes pressure off of Morant. takes pressure off of Brooks. And these other guys from having to score. And you know what? I hope Kenny Lofton Jr. gets to play because I love that kid. I, I I wish the Spurs had been able to draft him, but I, I really like Kenny Lofton Jr. But I like Memphis in six, possibly seven. It's LeBron, so you never know. A slight upset watch just because, again, I don't trust the mental toughness of Memphis. The 4-30 game tomorrow. Uh, the 1-8 matchup in the East. Milwaukee, Miami. I mean, Milwaukee's Milwaukee reminds me of the old school Spurs where they're just there. But it was done so quietly. Similar to even Denver this year. Just They were up there all year, but it was quiet. So you're not as hyped up about them as you are maybe like Boston. Miami, they didn't look good in the playing games. They just didn't really get Bam Adebayo is not playing at a high level right now. And then you're asking him to go and play at a high level against a, a decent defender in Brook Lopez. Um, I honestly, I have a hard time even giving Miami a win in this series. I'm going to take Brooklyn in a sweep. I, I really am. If Miami's going to win a game, it, like Bam's going to have to play amazing. Kyle Lowry's going to have to really play amazing. And then Hero and Struss are going to have to shoot lights out. But the likelihood of all that coming together in one game, it's I, I don't have a lot of faith in that after watching these playing games. So I like Milwaukee in a sweep. Even if Chris Milton's not 100%. Who's going to stop you on this? <laughs> Honestly. And then... The 7 o'clock game tomorrow is the 4-5 matchup in the West. Clippers-Phoenix. Yeah, at the beginning of the year, I picked uh, the Clippers as my dark horse team. And that really, it comes down to the fact that Paul George isn't healthy. If not, I think they would have had the bodies to throw at KD and Booker. So at this point... I would probably say Phoenix and six. 
could be five, but yeah, I, I would say Phoenix and six. And they have a chance with KD if everybody stays healthy to make a, a long run. But running into Denver in the second round, that's going to be tough. That, that's going to be a hell of a seven-game series. I, I honestly right now couldn't even pick that right now just because I need to see them play first. Like not not Denver Phoenix, but like I need to see these first round games first just to get an idea of how well these teams are playing. But no Paul George, no chance for the Clippers, in my opinion. I'll take Phoenix in six. And then the nightcap is the one eight matchup, Denver, Minnesota. <sighs> you know, Minnesota's got the big bodies to throw at Joker with Gobert and Cat. My problem is Anthony Edwards is really consistent. Played better against OKC, but was non-existent against the Lakers. So that, to me, signals no chance for Minnesota. I'll take Denver in five. Should be a sweep, though. So... Yeah, I mean, no real... I, there's upset potential, but I'm not picking any upsets just because there's nothing totally obvious out there. Coming out of the West, I mean, if it is all the top seeds, they're all going to be battles. They're all going to be battles, and again, it I, it's hard to pick right now because I, I want to see how these teams play, especially Denver. Denver's the team that I think has the best team overall. Phoenix is the most dangerous. You just don't know until you see them go through a playoff series. In the East, it's I'm riding with Boston all the way. I don't think... Philly is built to beat them. Not enough depth. And I think Milwaukee is heading towards a retooling. I think they got to get Giannis a little bit better supporting cast. As good as they are record-wise, I, I just don't think they're as deep as Boston. So I like Boston. I like Denver. Phoenix is dangerous. I don't trust the mental toughness of Memphis and Sacramento. Again, a puncher's chance. I just don't know if they have the experience and depth to make that long playoff run, especially a championship caliber run. Not yet, but we'll see what happens. Everything kicks off in about an hour. (laughs) I'll probably be completely wrong on everything, but I'm usually a little bit better about picking NBA games over NCAA March Madness picks, which is just pointless now, but whatever. hate college basketball, but I digress. Thanks for listening. Follow the show on Twitter, Swack Official Podcasts, and I will catch you next time.